Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Got a very special guest on the line with us. I've got a guy who's uh, got a very storied racing career. He started his career off early, uh, single seaters. You know, won a bunch of races in the British Formula Ford Series. Was an absolute standout in Trans Am racing uh, back in the seventies and eighties. He's ran the Kart Series. He's ran in IMSA. He's raced in the Indy Five Hundred. He's had some uh, races in NASCAR in both the Cup Series and the Truck Series. And most recently, was crowned the um, Vintage Racer Champions. Uh, 2019 champion. Welcome to the show, Mr. Willie T. Ribs. All right. Thank you. All right. So, uh, pleasure to have you here again, sir. Um, I did want to, uh, talk about the film, um, recently made that, uh, you've been out on the road promoting. Um, the film is called Uppity, uh, the Willie T. Ribs story. Now, this film was, uh, produced and directed by, uh, Nate Adams and Adam Carolla. Uh, Nate, who's known for making racing documentaries, and Adam Carolla, um, Hollywood personality, a noted car guy. Um, now, the film has been received quite well, from what I hear, um, at some of the screenings you've done. We're still a little ways off from a digital release, uh, although it is available for pre-order. Um, but I want to talk to you about the, um, the the impetus for getting the film project started. Was this something that uh, you know Carolla and Adams pitched to you, or something you pitched to them, or uh, were you guys just sitting around talking in one day and said, "Hey, let's make a movie"? Uh, it it the conversation started regarding the movie. Uh, about Paul Newman, uh, the racing life of Paul Newman. And I did, Paul was instrumental in my career. And uh, when I was interviewed uh, in the documentary regarding Newman, um, after it was over, they called me and said, you got a great story and uh, we we want to tell it. And that's how uh, it all started. And it went two years and it went with, uh, including Bernie Ecclestone, uh, um, Bobby Unser, Al Unser Jr., Caitlyn Jenner. Uh, the list goes on uh, regarding the people who played a part in the film. So now, what was your involvement on the day-to-day process of making the film? Were you were like very involved in the the clips that were to be used for archival footage uh, or in the interviews? Or, or were you just kind of uh, hands off and let uh, like Nate do his magic? Well, they I I did a lot in the in the film in terms of uh, uh, dialogue and, and narration and and sort of setting the, the scenes uh, regarding Bernie's part and regarding uh, different narratives in the film. Okay, so now you've uh, you've been on the road. Uh, with this a little bit, you've been doing Q and A sessions with uh, with both Nate and and uh, also with Adam. I mean, how's how's the film been received? When you um, you know, what's what are the folks taking away from the film when they see that? What's is there kind of like an overwhelming? Um, you a, know, lot of, a lot of a lot of a lot of Kleenex. 
<laughs> a lot of Kleenex. Uh, um, everybody, including Jay Leno, the scene it, they, they just were wiping their eyes. And uh, the last screening we did was in Virginia last weekend, and about 200 people watched it, all racers. And Mark Dismore from IndyCar, who had that terrible crash at Indy in 1991, where he broke, where he damn near died, he watched the film. And he, he, afterwards, he says, I had no idea you were dealing with what you dealt with. And he was in tears. And that's been the general reaction. Grown men crying. The, the title of the film is Uppity, right? Which is, uh, you know, according to the, the film style, a, a name you were called behind your back. And I'm sure that was connected to another racial slur. Um, but the fact that you've chosen this bit of an insult for the title, um, it only seems to, that uh, you've taken strength in the, in the um, adversity. Um, am, I, am I correct in, in getting that feeling that that's why you chose that title? Well, that's what it was. That was the tag. And actually, I liked it. I liked that tag because, you know, I, I, I don't like anything that's easy. It, does, it doesn't turn me on. Oh, that turned me on. Give me all the opposite. You weren't going to kick my ass when we got out of the car. So you can say what you want behind my back. But, uh, but yeah, it was, it was a motivator, and I needed that. I mean, I knew my prowess on the racetrack, but those were distractions, and they were all meant to demoralize. Let's beat him down. Let's make him quit. Maybe he'll, maybe he'll crash and kill himself. That was all by design, and I haven't forgotten it, and I'm not going to let them forget it. So um, call me what you want, but uh, you better leave the N-word off because <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. I know you don't want to eat dinner through a straw. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Willie, you know, we, we, we just several months back, we, we did the uh, Janet. We had Janet Guthrie's uh, producer for her. For her film, or for, or for her film that uh, uh, came out in spring, and you know, I haven't I haven't seen yours. I look forward to seeing yours, but I'm sure that you and Janet came along about the same time, and you both faced a lot of the same problems and issues trying to get your uh, racing career started. Uh, the you know uh, lack of proper funding uh, to match your talents um, and things like that. You know, and 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 both of you persevered, and 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 had had uh, probably would have loved to have had better careers than than it, than it turned out. But I tell you what, I was a fan of yours when when you ran the Trans Am series, and and you you drove for some some guys like Roush and Dan Gurney, and and I think that to me that was you were in your wheelhouse. In, in, in that series and in, 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 in those days, you were, you were actually. Well, the, the, Janet came along before me. Yeah. And there was no, without question, it was proven that whatever team that I was uh, driving for, that was on par with the best team, I won. It wouldn't have mattered if it was IndyCar. Mm -hmm. I would have won in that as well. You've got to be uh equal or better than the best teams yeah. or you're not going to be competitive. Right. You got to have the, you got to have the, the same the, chances the and opportunities. Level. Yeah. Got to have right. same equipment. Yes, that's right. Right. 
But I thought I thought so, you were in you were in your wheelhouse in that Trans Am series because you drove. Well, some I would really have been in teams. the wheelhouse in, in anything well, oh, that sure. I drove. <laughs> oh sure, I'm not I'm not I'm not saying I'm just saying. I, so I'm, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be pigeonholed into one particular no. series. Oh, he was great in Trans Am. Always great in trans or, or whatever series I ran, and that included open wheel in England. Yeah, uh, that we were going to be competitive, and we won. Well, and, this uh, way, I think you got your best opportunities in Trans Am because you oh, were sure, in, sure. you were in equal equipment. You were in the best sure. equipment, and dude, that, that's right. that's probably how I should re- phrase it. But let me ask you this too, you know, and, and, and of course that was back then. Do you ever think you you came along probably uh, twenty years too early? It's funny. My mother used to say that. <laughs> she I said mean, that. And and but you know even even now not much has changed. Uh, you know, uh, with a part, uh, aside from Lewis Hamilton, who's probably the best. Well, not probably. He's the best in the world. Um, but that's in Europe. Mm-hmm. And the way I was treated in Europe was night and day difference the way I uh, as opposed to me my treatment here in the United States. Yeah. And so um in Europe it's about how fast you can go, not how you look. That's mm-hmm. all they care about. And that was the difference. And it, I don't know if 20 years would have made a difference. My you know maybe it would have but uh, and Danica Patrick sort of, you know, Janet Guthrie was the queen, yes. hands down. She was then a pioneer. Came, uh, pardon me? She was a pioneer. Yeah. Well, as far as, she, far as the, women, the women's movement in, in, in racing, yes. Exactly. So she came along and then Lynn St. James and then and then um, and then and then Danica. And and right now, if Danica dealt with what uh, Janet Guthrie dealt with, mm-hmm. it'd be national news. It would be uh, national news, and it would be the 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 industry would be in big heap trouble if they dealt a uh, Danica the mm-hmm. way uh, Janet was dealt. Yeah, I agree with you. It, it, oh, it certainly, yeah. That, no, yeah, as long as we're on this subject, I, you know, I've, the, I mean, you, uh, qualified for the, uh, Indy 500 in 991, and that was a, a very seminal moment in 500 history. The, I mean, the image of you nearly leaping out of your car coming down the pit lane still, uh, brings chills to my spine when I watch it today. But, but it didn't really open the floodgates. I mean, we had George Mack a decade later, and, and still, you know, it's largely a, a white man's sport. And whenever I, have this conversation with uh, with some folks of mine in, in, in the racing know, I, I get this circular argument, and the argument is like, well, there aren't a lot of African Americans in racing because African Americans aren't interested in racing, and then the counter argument is... Yeah, they said the same thing ex- about golf. Ex- exactly, yeah, but then they say, the reason that... Yeah, yeah, the reason that African, somebody else. Right. The reason African Americans aren't interested in racing is because they they have no heroes that they can identify with. So, I mean, what are your, what are your thoughts on some of the oh, like NASCAR's Drive for Diversity program, where they're actively trying to seek out young talent? Do you think that's that that's a worthwhile venture? Um, no, it's more like a drive not to look bad. 
Okay. That's all that is. I appreciate that. (laughs) uh, To to not look bad to the media and to major sponsors, and to to put forth a um, a uh, food stamp effort. It's essentially essentially window dressing. Exactly. It's it's uh, like a Hollywood set, all mm -hmm. front, no rear. And what have they done in from from the inception of this drive for verse, uh, you know, they got a couple of uh, shoeshine boys in there named Jadot and, and Siegel, and all they're there to do is say, yes, sir, boss, and no, sir, boss. And so uh, I, and I called them out on it. I called Siegel and Jadot out on it as a bunch of phonies and front men. And that's all they are. And that's all they were. Very quick question. So you think that, you know, the the guys that get through this program and eventually make it, you know, because I know some guys have gone through the diversity plan and made it to, to cup racing and, and that sort of level. You think they'd make it anyway, even without that series available to them? Now, who made it? Uh, uh, George Wallace's uh Great grandson. Seth had a Seth had a couple of names out earlier for guys that have. Uh, uh, Kyle Larson, Eric Amarola. Daniel Flores. Who? Uh, Kyle Larson. I didn't know he was African American. No, he's not. No, he's but he's a quarter Asian, I guess. So, but it's it's all <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah. So yeah, it's not it's not helping the cause of getting African Americans yeah. into races. Yeah, so. he won't he won't be confused with uh, Nipsey Russell. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's move on to a different topic. I want to I want to talk to you about the I want to talk to you about the um, the SVRA series um, because uh, you know a lot of uh, a lot of folks who don't watch a lot of vintage racing or do watch a lot of vintage racing uh, have this thought of the, the vintage racing is just it's just a parade of, of of guys with their expensive toys. But this uh, the SVRA and the um, the um, uh, the Race of Champions series, man, you guys are going at it, and, and there's some top names in there. And uh, you've uh, not only won the Brickyard Challenge, uh, but you've won the overall championship, which includes uh, Brickyard, VIR, and uh, Road Atlanta. So talk to me a little bit about racing that Corvette and that series there. Well, Frank, I wasn't interested in, in vintage car racing at all. And my brother owns a Lotus Formula Junior vintage car, and he's been asking me to drive it for 10 years, and I told him, look, if I'm looking for a date, I'm not going to go to a rest home and f- <laughs> look for a woman. <laughs> and and so I refused. Well, then I got uh, a call back in 2014 that they were going to uh, start a vintage series uh, with former champions. And initially it was the Indy Legends. It was only Indy car drivers. And it started at, at Indy. And I said, you know, and I asked him who was involved. And I thought, you know what? It's it would, it's sort of a blast from the past with with uh, drivers who I used to race against, and it it had some sizzle. It had some, uh, you know, it wasn't out racing just amateur guys who made a lot of money, and and got a, a new girlfriend thirty years younger and a pocket full of Viagra. I wasn't interested in. I was interested in in racing with. Al Jr. and and uh, Pappas and Tracy and all the guys that were in it. Well, then uh, Tony Perella 
came up with a brilliant idea, him and Mark Dill, about uh, let's start the vintage race of champions and former champions from NASCAR and IndyCar. Uh, Bobby Labonte, who's an awesome guy. I mean, I love I love him. And mm-hmm. Todd Bodine and Mike Skinner and and IndyCar drivers Al Jr. and and uh, Davy Jones and Max Pappas and that was the the beginning. And V Rock Vintage Race of Champions was this is the first year. Uh, we kicked it off this year. Uh, we had a great year. I won Indy and then clinched a championship last Sunday in Virginia or last Saturday. And um, and we're all, you know, it's like old NFL players throwing on the, well, we're not putting on pads, but, you know, playing flag <laughs> football against each other. So are you going to try to run that again next year? It sounds like you guys had a great time. And I, I was at the, uh, the vintage event and just the atmosphere there was just, just really fun. Well, it's, it's, it's a great, it, it's, uh, the race at Indy, which was the very first, uh, vintage, uh, legends race was 2014. Well, now it's become a happening event there. And, uh, Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun. So winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun with over 80 casino style games to choose from. You too could win life changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a world. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Uh, yeah, it's a lot of fun to get together and and talk old stories and then go out and race. And I'm going to tell you, a racing champion is a racing champion. They never lose. That's their pedigree. Yeah. They might be older, right? A little heavier, a couple of steps <laughs> off. You know, like any like any athlete from any any sport that is retired, but the intensity is still there to win. And Let me ask fans, you. Love it. Let me ask you another question too. You know, obviously the the competitive juices still flow in you, and you're very competitive, and and you want to win, and and, and get out there too. You're also involved in in competitive shooting, and uh, does that does that kind of fill some of the void? Uh, you know, to, to be to get out and compete. Well, yeah, but I don't. You know, I'm master shooter, but I'm not world class like my son Theo. Theo's one of the top shooters in the world. In fact, he just won a major up in Ohio three weeks ago, and there's 12 majors on the tour, and he won. He just won this last one, and um, yeah, I've always liked competing. I like for things that I like. I, mm-hmm. I don't spread myself thin. I've liked racing. Uh, my entire life, I like shooting. Uh, entire my entire life, and well, I like sex. Those are only three things. That's the only three things that I really cared about. <laughs> that I wanted to do good. There you go. I just got one thing coming out. Going so, back. Uh, going back to uh, V Rock real quick. Um, they just announced their schedule for next year. Uh, it's going to go to Auto Club Speedways, uh, Circuit of the Americas, Sebring, uh, Road Atlanta, Laguna Seca, among other tracks. Is there one in particular you're looking forward to, especially running the vintage cars around there? 
Well, Indy is numero uno. And for for to have to win Indy this year was to, it, it's almost surreal to win anything in Indy. It mm-hmm. doesn't matter what it is is a big deal because um, Indy is the place the me- on the planet. It's the mecca, yeah. And, uh, that's right. So to win that, I, I, that's one that you lay it all out online. And there was more drivers for Indy uh, than uh, and V Rock than than in all the other races because. It's such a prestigious event. However, uh, this year was three races. Next year will be four, and the fourth is my home state, my hometown, uh, and it will be here in Texas, in Austin. They are uh, just announced that Dakota will be the finale for next year's V-Rock Championship. And I can tell you, Mike Skinner, Labonte, uh, Bodine, they all said uh, a couple of days ago they are coming <laughs> with uh, coming <laughs> with a vengeance next year. It, it's 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 turned into a really um, serious championship, and and I like the intensity of it. Mm-hmm. I now, like the intensity of it. Now there have been attempts in the past to make a v-rock style racing although they didn't use uh vintage cars uh why do you think this one is actually successful compared to the past ventures well tony perel is just brilliant the guy who uh created who bought svra and when he bought svra he says i got to do something to uh to broaden the brand to 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 uh and increase brand awareness. And that's when he started the Indy Legends event in uh, 2014. And it was just one race. And then it's been one race up until last year, and then it went to um, two races. It was Indy and Virginia. Well, now uh, this year it went Atlanta, uh, Indy, and Virginia. And next year it'll be Atlanta, um, Indy, Virginia, and uh, Coda. Uh, U.S. Uh, Grand Prix uh, 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 facility. So he keeps r- raising the bar up, and the response among the drivers has been uh, phenomenal. They you, love it. You think the fans fans actually uh, relate better to the to the classic race cars than they, than they do the newer cars? Some of the fans enjoy that seeing the. Seeing the the uh, and I'm not and I'm not don't mean to disparage it, but seeing the old pros in in the classic race cars, you think that has a, has a big draw too? Well, I'm one of the old pros, and um, and I think it's both. I think it's mm-hmm. car driver combination. Right. And you know, there's a lot of uh, Mike Skinner fans out there. There's a lot of Al Unser Jr. fans out there. There's a lot of Bodine and Labonte fans, not to mention Willie T. Ribs fans. So, um, and Max Pappas. You can go down the line. Right. And next year's lineup is going to be an all-star lineup uh, uh, combination. And uh, don't be shocked if there's not a TV deal behind it. That'd be great. Well, that'd be great. I'm, yeah, absolutely. I'm going to have to try to get the VIR next year and, and take that event in. So, oh yeah, no, it, it's it, it's a great event, and and you know the drivers, we're older, we've lost some feathers. You ever see an old rooster? 
uh, <laughs> feathers pecked off his head. and Yeah, but he still got missing. fight in him. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> might, might, might look, might, might look, might look ugly, but they still want to fight. That's right. Got, that's what you gotta have. All right, Willie. Willie, before we let you go, we're, we're running up against our, our time barrier to let you uh, have dinner with your wife. But I do want to talk to you about, um, uh, like, the state of racing today. I mean, you came up in a time you were running in the Trans Am series when it was very strong, sanctioned by the SCCA. You ran in the Kart series, which you know at the time that a lot of people today call that the golden era of Kart. You know, before the split. Um, so the the era that you were. Uh, you know, racing at the top level. I, well, I mean, what are your thoughts on the state of racing today? You know, a lot of uh, the old timers they don't like spec cars, they don't like this. But uh, I mean, hmm. o- overall, do you think racing is healthy, or do you think racing needs help? Well, I think Formula One is really healthy. I think they they really, they, you know, Bernie Ecclestone is is probably the greatest of them all at at at, at creating a a worldwide. Uh, a racing brand, uh, I would think that, you know, the innovation, and, and it's all based on cost. You know, the, the, the team owners and the, 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 the cost of racing is skyrocketed. There's no way that I would have my son, Theo, uh, driving a race car now because the chances of him being competitive is uh, – uh, or, or, or making it to the top is real tough. There's not <clears throat> one answer in the sport anymore. There used to be four answers in the sport. There's one Andretti. So, so you know, it, it's they're trying to control cost. Uh, it's a spec series for that reason, an IndyCar, to control cost. And, you know, sponsors of of, uh, of set sort of the bar of this is – this is what it's going to be, and this is how much you're going to get, and that's it. Um, I, I, I just think that the sport has got to have some more personality as well. Back in the days when 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 we when I was racing, there was AJ Foyt, big personality. There was Bobby Unser, big personality. There was all these personalities in the sport that, uh, and in in stock car racing, there was. Bernhardt Sr., okay? There was Bill Elliott, and there was just great, great names that that made the sport exciting. Well, <clears throat> most of these drivers now are corporate scripted. Mm-hmm. They don't, there's no fist fights on TV, hardly, <clears throat> if, there, if any, or maybe some pushing and shoving, right? <laughs> there's no, there's no, di- there's no, no, no sizzle, because yeah. everyone is afraid, and the spot of the sponsors, you know, you know, uh, getting upset. No more personalities, not like there were. But do you think? think that, uh, sorry, quick question. Do you think that in a way, the sport has been a victim of their own success with those personalities, and some of those, like you know, Dale Senior is a generational, well, more than a generational character, isn't he? There's never going to be anybody like that again, and the sport lent on him so heavily that when, you know, the accident, the tragic accident happened, they had no fallback. And then, of course, Jude, you know, his son came along and when he's retired, it's sort of that personality, the bottom has fallen out of that that sort of personality, um, you know, setup. Uh, do you think the sports have, have lent too much on those personalities? 
Well, as the sport uh, has broadened and gotten bigger, and the more you know, the more corporate dollars, the 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 safer um, it, it becomes less controversial. All right, yeah. the, the sponsors are paying a lot of uh, big dollars. They want to they want success, of course, but they want the scripted, you know, my. Uh, uh, Goody's headache powder, Rottweiler dog food <laughs> Chevrolet was brilliant today. Well, you know, come on. Yeah, you no, know. 100% agree. Yeah, 100% agree. They're, more, con- they're more concerned with image. image yeah. than exactly. Image. They're when, more when, concerned when with and their paid. image. You know, mm-hmm. when drivers get paid, was it like $500 and in, during an interview every time they take a swig from the Coke bottle or whatever it is? You know? Yeah, and, 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 it, and, it, and, and it becomes almost predictable. Yeah. And and so, um, you know, when 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 uh, Bobby uh, Unser was doing it and AJ was doing it and, you know, there was all and James Hunt, classic example. Yeah. (laughs) Classic example. When Hunt was in Formula One, Formula One and they made a movie about him and Lauda. Yeah. Yeah. Because there was two personalities, but different. Yeah. And they were characters. And the sport's got it. That's what the sport is missing. Yeah. yeah. I agree wholeheartedly. We, we've talked about that on, on this show time and time again. And, I think, and you know, it's not I just think you're exactly it's not, right. It's not just racing, is it, either? It's, it's everything. Well, and it's entertainment. People yeah. want to be entertained. And now, we, you know, with, with, uh, with um, uh, social media and with uh, Internet and with cable TV – you know, uh, the attention span is real short these days, <laughs> especially yeah. with the younger kids. Mm-hmm. You know, so, uh, who's going to sit there and watch the Coke 600, which lasts three days or whatever it is? You know, yeah, it's it's difficult <laughs> to follow, even when you're yeah. working on it. Yeah, yeah. You know, you 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 better have some, uh, you know, some some downers. You know, you know, <laughs> something to, to 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 hold your. Uh, you know, you can just sit there and, and just stare at it. Yeah. But but um, you know, that's where I think the sport is. That's what's really missing. And I and this new group that bought uh, Formula One Liberty Media and mm-hmm. and acquired it from uh, Bernie Ecclestone. They they're they're trying to make it entertaining, and they've asked the drivers, "Hey, we we can't, yeah. you guys can't be aloof anymore. You got to get out and and uh, kiss babies and hug old ladies, <laughs> and 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 they're trying to get that. Yeah, they're trying to create that. Yeah, it's it's getting better slowly, isn't it? But it's you know the problem I think with with Formula One, how you know when you're inside, you know they often call Formula One the goldfish bowl. And that's what it is, you know. Everybody's it's so hyped up and it's so exaggerated um, that at the end of the day, it's you know it's a job for people. And you know you have twenty guys out there who are arguably, you know, the twenty best race car drivers in the world, but they're still human beings. You know, they're still normal people. That and I've worked with some drivers pretty closely, and and most of them just you know they just want to go out and. You know, on a Saturday night or a Sunday night after the race, they want to go out with the team and have a few drinks and celebrate and have some fun. And it's almost like they're not allowed to do that. Oh no, not with not with iPhones anymore. <laughs> oh. oh yeah, yeah. You you unzip that zipper, son. <laughs> and, 
and <laughs> and and your 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 history. You can't yes. do anything because your uh, uh, TMZ is following you. Yeah, yeah. And you know, they're, so they're just you know they're just normal guys. You know, uh, it's like any sport, especially some of the younger ones. They're, they're put in the limelight at a quite a young young age, where and some of them get some pretty bad advice along the way, and that uh, they fall off and never to be heard of again, even though they've got a huge amount of talent. Oh yeah, and and, and in today's world, you, you could be here one day and no one remembers you a week later. Exactly. Yeah. Oh my. And talent and talent has nothing to do with it. Yeah. So no, 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 it absolutely doesn't. When, when's the next screening of Uppity? We're uh, it's going to be at Coda, actually. Okay, sweet. It's going to be at Coda at the SVRA weekend, and Tony Perella uh, had so much uh, um, feedback on the screening at, at Virginia uh, last Saturday that he called me today and he says we want can we screen in at coda uh the svra weekend and i told him absolutely all right so now the um the, the dvd can be pre-ordered on uh from the, the distributors chassis chassis c-h-a-s-s-e-y correct no c-a-c-h-a-s-s-y okay with dot com Chassis with a Y. Chassis, chassis with a Y. Chassis with a Y okay. dot com. Yep. So, uh, I mean, get your pre-orders in. Uh, I've heard great things about the film. Haven't been able to see it yet. Haven't been able to make a screening. But, uh, you know, hopefully, I mean, I wish you the best with the film. It's been received well from what I hear. Um, and I wish you the best with, um, you know, the uh, SVRA next year. And I really want to thank you for coming on the show. I, you know, I know your your wife has dinner on the table, so we should let you go. But uh, but again, uh, Willie, thank you so much for coming on the show. We really appreciate you, um, and it's, it's been very very fun talking with you. So uh, hope you have a hey, great well, night. Well, anytime, anytime, and thanks, gentlemen, for uh, chiming in. And hey, we don't we don't uh, we we don't pull any punches. <laughs> I tell you what, we'd we'd love to have you back on here again somewhere down the road. Enjoyed it very much. Yeah. Anytime. All right. Have a good night, sir. Good all right. Night. All right, guys. Have fun. Thank you. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 